Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Do you feel like you're your authentic self? Or uh, do you think there's parts of you that you're hiding? Welcome to The Best Bits with Lily and Alice. We'd like to recognise the traditional peoples of this continent whose land was stolen nearly 250 years ago. In particular, we at The Best Bits would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land in which this podcast is being recorded today. And we extend our respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Hello, Hi. my love. What's up? What's up? How are you? Um, well, I'm a bit sad, girl, because we're separated now. I know. It's through a screen. So sad. Now that we've, like, gone to the doing it in, in person, it feels like this yeah. is just wrong. <laughs> really kind of, like, it's downgraded. But... I know. Full downgrade. Yeah. That's not good. Mm. Oh, well, I know. I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm currently You're good. In Byron Bay. Um, Byron now. Bay. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what? Like, I mean, unpopular belief, but I actually don't really rate Byron Bay anymore. I feel, mm. like I feel like a lot of people like are getting to that mindset with Byron that like I think it's just because it's honestly so like overpopulated. There's just yeah. so many people and yeah. it's I feel like it's become very much like the place almost like an influencer place kind of thing as opposed to like what it used to be, which was like genuine chillers and people that just love that way of life. But now it's more of a bit of a show kind of. Are you finding that? Oh, yeah. It's the same with Bali. Like Bali's full of like that sort of influencer community now and never used to be so organic and and slow, whereas now it's just like you see, yeah. So like, I mean, it's beautiful. So beautiful about it, but yeah I'm just like it's a bit too busy now for me get me out of here like I'm 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 overwhelmed I know yeah get me to Noosa lol (laughs) even busier (laughs) like Like, honestly I'm freaking yeah yeah how are you liking van life so you've been in the van for like 
what three weeks now or something been in the three weeks I was just telling Lil tell us how's it going like it's interesting and I'll, I'll talk about this like later when we do an actual specific episode but like Lil and anyone who knows me knows is like I'm a bit of a rusher. Like I just do things really way too quickly. I don't really do things quite yes. like, like I'm a bit of a, like a, I've got like seven tabs open at every one time. So the van life, the way of living <laughs> very much like, you know, you, you, you kind of got to do things very slowly and it's really teaching me like yes. even for example, um, have this like coffee machine that Lil recommended like this Bellman coffee machine and it literally takes 20 minutes to make a coffee and I'm like this is far longer than I am really needing right now but like it's kind of nice um so yeah it's a lot slower but it's, it's pretty cool. such slow living mm-hmm. yeah the unglamorous side of van life that mm-hmm. is very very real but just yeah. doesn't make the the instagram stuff you know <laughs> it's yeah. like the boring side of it that's just like i would never i would never post this because this is a no. bit this is a bit shit 100 percent, and like especially <laughs> the dog like fucking hell i like god bless you with mm. all my he's literally i think he like i think he like creates sand in his fur like it just comes out of nowhere and like everything, like I'm literally in my van right now. I'm like, I've got like a pile of laundry that I haven't done in a week. I've got like a fucking pile of sand next to me. Yeah. The tea towel on the ground. I've got my blanket from <laughs> last night that I haven't moved into the back. Like, and I've got fucking chili con con um, pans in the sink. So it's like, it's not that pretty. <laughs> it's really not. Yeah, it's not that pretty. It's not that glamorous. <laughs> um, fun. But I love that that you are trying to like lean into that slower side of living and it's a good experience because I feel like you do take it into your actual everyday life as well. Like when you get a house one day or whatever, I think the elements that you can take from this are really, really going to be really um, amazing for just your general life. Yeah, I do agree with that. That's so good. I think so. Um, Yeah, I can't wait to to be like it to be natural you know right now I'm like oh (laughs) such an effort and so slow um I think also like kind of sometimes what makes it harder is like if I've got like early clients and stuff I can't be like you know like I I think yeah if if I wasn't working it would be a lot easier in that like I wouldn't have to like be in my van at a certain time I could like you know I don't know like do things a little bit less time restrained but whatever how's it like being back with phrase it's really nice it's really really nice it's um it's funny it's like we were gone for like separated for like three weeks which is the longest that we have ever been apart in like three and a half years of being together so it was a definite like mini test I think of you know us because we've never done that before um but it's so nice to be back and I just genuinely feel really happy to be back on the road like I'm like I want to see new things I want to do new things um it yeah I'm really loving it Mm, that's beautiful oh love it I love to hear that fuck yeah Mm. you guys um what's your quote for the week tell me so um 
my quote, I was looking at quotes before on like, um, it's this new thing, Osh Thoughts. I don't know if you've heard of it before. Um, but no, I haven't. It's like got like a lot of million followers, Osh Thoughts, essentially. That's what it is on Osh Instagram. Osh Thoughts. Yeah. I, okay. um, I read one of them and it was, uh, how scary it is to admit to yourself, I want to live a different kind of life. And um, I really resonated with that because I feel mm. like it's pretty, like, you know, even though it might seem, you know, super easy and, like, especially even for you, Lil, like, you know, going on the road with your partner and, like, even with this van life decision, um, you know, it, it's still scary. Mm. Like, it is scary to admit to yourself, like, I don't want to live in this rat race. Like, I don't want mm. to be doing this nine-to-five job. I don't want to be doing what other people do. And it's mm. really scary to have to admit that to yourself. Um, so I thought that was really, really fitting, that quote. Mm. From the moment. I love that. I love that. What's yours? My quote is very simple, uh, but it's something that I, I think is resonating with me at the moment. Um just because I, I feel like it's really, really true and I feel like, um, well, I'll read the quote. So it says, restart, reset, readjust as many times as you need to. Mm-hmm. And I really like that because like every day is a new day. Every day is a new chance yeah. to restart, mm-hmm. to um, like to, to feel better, to, to do things that you want to do. Um, every day is a new chance. Like we get that every single day. And I think you can do that as many times as, as, as you want to. And it's like a very uplifting and hopeful thing that you can change your life in any moment. I think I, think, I, I, think I may have seen something on your Instagram about this concept. Like, you know, is that, is that right? Like on mm-hmm. TikTok or something you posted about that you can start again tomorrow. Like not start mm-hmm. again, but like tomorrow is a new, you know. Or something TikTok. Like that. Yeah, TikTok. Um, and I thought it was cool. Hey, like, and it's not to say that like, you have to wait until tomorrow to start like but I think you're right like you have absolute possibility Mm-mm. in your life every day to 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 try again to do again to start again to literally create a new fucking life like you actually do and it's a yeah that's very yeah. powerful and quite empowering mm-hmm. mm, I think so too I think it is empowering and you could you could choose to see it as disempowering you know, that, you know, you've got to start again or you get to start again. And I think that's really cool. What's the best and worst of your week? So, um, the best of my week, um, I think like the best and the worst are kind of like the same. So, um, Mel, um, one of my best mates from Mm. Sydney, she came up to spend a bit of time with me in the van. Um, she met Lil, which was so cool. It's so nice. Like they literally had like date nights yes. together while I was doing other things. <laughs> yeah. Um, and <laughs> it did. It was great. <laughs> um, so that was really cute. And so that was like a best, best kind of thing. Um, but unfortunately um, what happened with that is um, she obviously had to leave. Um, so I dropped her off at the airport the other day and that was quite sad, but in a way like, it was it was quite bittersweet because um, she's going through quite a lot at the moment in her personal life, and it was kind of like you know I I, I heard mm. this quote the other day. And it was like not that it sounds, this sounds like super like deep, but it was like you set the bird free, and if they come back, they're yours. And I think that for that friendship, you know, myself yes. and and Mel, like 
we're, it's always going to be there. Like it's it's not like we're going to um, yeah. stop being friends. And, you know, I believe that one day we'll come together again, whatever that looks like in terms of like whether we're staying at the same place. Mm. And um, so, yeah, it was a bit bittersweet. And I think the other thing as well is that now that I'm like mm. in the van officially full-time like and by myself, it's kind of like I feel like now is really when it's started, like the van trip is fully started. So I think that's one of my best things is like and now I can feel like, you know, I feel present in that situation and I don't, yeah, I don't have, I guess, someone there to, you know, occupy me or to help me out, walk Ziggy or whatever. It's like my full responsibility now is, yeah, on me. I feel like that's one of those best and worst where it's like the worst does actually kind of turn out to be the best because it is that bittersweet of saying bye to Mel, but, you know, your adventure starts now of this like lone travel. So it is exciting as well. Yeah, I know. And mm. I think like one thing that you've taught me, Lil, is like like trusting mm. that it's going to be okay, you know, yeah. like without knowing what happens with, you know, the male situation and what goes on in her world, like which is kind of worrying in a way, but then also mm. like knowing that like, you know, things will work out um, and you might not know the answer, you might not know, you know, you might not know what's going on, like yeah. where you're going to be in a week or two, like, yeah. but it's such a powerful tool I think that you've, or in the skill that you've taught me is like mm. just trust that the universe has your back mm. in a way. Oh, I'm glad. I don't, I don't think I ever tried to teach you that, but I'm glad that I did. <laughs> Yeah, you, you 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 live that way Aww. of living like that's you and so it's been very motivational and inspiring mm. to watch them witness that and know how it's like you know how it helps you in so many difficult situations mm. and it's true I think it is like the the most incredible thing to have that trust in the universe mm. and trust that what's meant to be happening is is happening I feel like that gets me through so much stuff and yeah yeah yeah. I'm glad um my best and my worst my best is seeing Frazee um that was just so nice like I just really genuinely missed him I genuinely missed him um which is so nice to miss someone like when you are able to see them again, to miss them and to, yeah, feel that excitement. It was lovely. Um, and then my worst, my worst is, do you know what? I just always have this thing and I've had it since I was in school where it's just like that uh, moment that of change. So I remember like being on school holidays and then like, the day before going back to school, I would get this sick feeling and like feel so anxious. And it wasn't that I really didn't want to go back to school. It was just that like moment of change, like my schedule and my routine is going to be changed. And it's like that sick feeling. And as excited as I was to like leave and to come see Phrase, I had like that sick feeling of everything's, it's changing again. Um, And I get that whenever I'm about to like do something big or like even when I left Phrase to go home for a few weeks, I had that sick feeling. And mm. I like I'm I'm very aware of it, so it doesn't really bother me. 
but that feeling is kind of still there where it's like, I don't know, it feels like I don't want to do this thing, but I very much do want to do the thing. It's just that like anxious sort of like, like, I don't know, maybe just things about to change. I think so. Mm. I think maybe, yeah, maybe in the past what's happened is like you've associated change with like maybe something negative or not so great and so yeah. no one ever changed. Even though it's positive, it's like your body kind of kept that score and yeah, it's trying yeah. to protect you. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Um, so that was, yeah, that was kind of my worst. But now like I'm here, I'm like, great. This is exactly where I want to be. This is exactly what I want to be doing. Um, yeah. yeah. So I just find, I always just find that really interesting. Those little things that are still there, even though you're like super, super aware of them. Um, yeah. but yeah, yeah, that's probably that's my so best and my worst. It's great that you can be so aware of something these days and know that yeah. like, it doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. Like just because you're anxious yeah. doesn't mean it's a bad thing. And yeah. just being aware that, yeah, like, thank you, body, for trying to tell me something, yeah. but I don't think I'm going to listen to this. Yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%. What are we talking about today, my love? Let's get into it. Well, today we're talking about how to be authentically you, and mm. I think the reason why it resonates, like, with Lil and myself is, like, obviously you know we've been through stages of our lives where we haven't necessarily felt authentic to ourselves and mm-hmm. I think as well as you start sort of you know living on the road a little bit more and and mm-hmm. like meeting new people and living very much more minimalistically and yeah. not wearing the makeup and not having the hair done and all this sort of stuff mm-hmm. you start to find out who you really are um mm-hmm. and it's, I think, one of the most powerful skills that you can have as a human, especially as a woman, um, to mm-hmm. be confident in your own self and your own skin and mm. to know who you are. And that just mm. completely improves your relationships with you, be that your like, you know, uh, romantic partner or your friends or your family, when you mm. are yourself because then you can be with people who are also themselves and people know who you are so you don't have to put on this, like, facade or this, you know, this mask that mm. at the end of the day, fucking tiring yeah yeah it's um it's so funny it when when we talk about this sort of like authentic um self I specifically remember this time in I think I was like in year six and I remember feeling really nervous about something and I remember I confided in my mum or just said, you know, I'm really nervous. Uh, and mum said to me, just be yourself. And it's, it, but it was this really funny moment where I hadn't grasped that concept yet that you could ever be anything but yourself. And I remember thinking, well, yeah, who am I, who else am I going to be? Like, I remember this real, like, distinct moment of genuinely not understanding what she meant. And then getting into high school and having this moment where I'm like, oh, I get what mum meant now. So there was like this brief moment of time where I was like, who else genuinely would I be? But then getting into high school and all that comparison stuff starts and then it's like, oh, I get it. Like there's so um so much pressure on you to be all of these different things and all throughout life there's all this pressure that it's really hard to 
be your authentic self and feel that that's okay. Um, yeah, it's just so funny that my mind went there. I'm like, that was such a beautiful moment in time where I didn't know the difference. (laughs) It just shows you how like, um, innocent young Mm. people are and yeah. And how really like comparison really only starts when you're, when you realize like, I don't know, when you, like when you have that ability to, Mm. um, to see what you lack or Mm. when you become more aware of your body um yeah the trends um mm-hmm. when that like you're just purely yourself and it's unfathomable yeah like that you can somebody else yeah do you think that's where it starts probably high school mm. I think um I think so I think like probably grade seven yeah um like I remember when I went to grade seven um when I went to grade seven when I was in grade seven I, I moved <laughs> schools like a private mm. all girls um and yeah. I never yeah. considered like makeup hair straightening like mm. I didn't wear bras I was the biggest tomboy when I went there and stark yeah. contrast to my original school which was like co-ed you didn't wear school uniform like you played football mm. at lunch like there was no difference between girls and boys it was just the best yeah. and then I went to this yeah. private all girls school where you had to wear like hats and skirts down mm. to your fucking ankles and like all this shit, which I do yeah. not agree with at all, but that's another story. Mm. Um, yeah. And I think that as that happened, I started to get really self-conscious of who I was and, you know, my parents mm. didn't have heaps of money. So I, I got a scholarship to that school, which is why I went. So it was like everyone had BMWs and their mums collected them from school and they had like, mm. you know, mansions and shit. And I just like walk home from school to my little like small house and, um, I think that's when I really started to change. Um, yeah. and not like consciously, I think it was far more subconsciously mm. on what I like said, how mm. I dressed, um, who I was and who I hung out with and even like mm. my hobbies, like I used to love footy mm. and soccer and I sort of started loving like, I don't know, like going to McDonald's in the afternoon or town in the afternoon, like yeah. having fucking subway, like, which I didn't yeah. really care for when to go out and play footy, but like. It just, yeah. yeah, I think it's, for me anyway, that's when it started. I think it's more yeah. so like was, there was that really. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The big contrast, but perhaps it's earlier, perhaps it's later for some people. Mm, yeah, I think it would be different for for everyone, probably. And it's that it's kind of like you're finding out who you are based off of everybody else. And 
it, that can feel, um, I don't know, like I feel like you kind of lose yourself for a bit and then slowly you begin to find yourself. But it's hard also when, you know, we do live in a society where it's very much like imposed upon us to be a certain way, as particularly as women, like to, to look a certain way, to wear the latest trends, to, you know, have that, that perfect partner and to, you know, all these things. And it can be really hard if that's not actually even what you desire and what you want, but you feel that you should do that because of these societal standards. And I work a lot with, with clients with this whole comparison thing. And I think that is the biggest block to being your authentic self. Yeah, I think, I think so. can, yeah, this, this constant comparison, well, they're doing that and, and, you know, they've got that or, or they look this way and I look this way and it's this constant comparison that I think really causes us to steer away from our authentic selves. And I think it's one of the hardest things as human beings to overcome. And you know what? Like I I do agree with you, Lil, but I also think that like – do we need to overcome it or do we just need to be aware of it? Because humans naturally need to compare, right? Like I think mm. like as a, as a mm. race, like compare because mm-hmm. we want to improve as a race. We want to improve ourselves. We want to improve mm. others. So I don't think it's bad mm-hmm. to compare, but what something that I think mm. we've had a conversation about before is we often just compare mm. the things that we lack, things that we find is quite yeah. um, soft self-conscious for us or things that we we -hmm. find that is a huge hyper fixation on us for whatever reason and I think Mm. that if it's a very very realistic comparison for example if I don't know like somebody let's say that you're a marathon runner Leo and I really want to get into marathon running and then I compare Mm. myself to you motivates me to start marathon running and then whatever Mm. like okay that's quite benign but if it's something Mm -hmm. that's like I'm comparing the fact that you have this boyfriend who looks like this and I'm lacking mm. that and so there's and I make myself feel even worse because I don't have a boyfriend. That's not mm. very nice. Nor is it realistic mm. for my lifestyle or whatever right now. So it's like it's not yeah. fair on those behalfs, but I think it also can be quite yeah. benign in yeah, in some cases. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think I think anything to a certain degree is healthy. Like a little bit of comparison, sure, it's healthy, it, it sustains us as a race, but too much of anything I think isn't good. And so when, yeah, exactly, when it gets to that point where, say, even with the marathon running, like I'm a really great marathon runner and you want to be, but that comparison between me and you stops you from even doing it. And sure. I think that's where it gets to a really like unhealthy level. And I think. What you, yeah, when it comes to this, like, being your authentic self, when you, I guess when you think about it now, do you feel like you're your authentic self? Or uh, do you think there's parts of you that you're hiding or almost, like, ashamed of? Um, I think that I, I mean, like, I think compared to my whole entire timeline of life, 
I'm my most authentic self right now in this very moment in time. Mm. Um, mm. And I try my best to show up authentically to myself. But I'm sure there are mm. things that I still don't show outwardly to people. Um, it's mm. not like I'm hiding something that is hugely who I am and it's just like killing me every day that I have mm. to lie. Like that's not what I have anymore. Mm. But I think that mm. naturally you, you know, you don't show every single side of you to every single person. And I don't think mm. – oh, <laughs> I don't think um, you have to be – like I – I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't think that's a bad thing as long as you know mm. who you are. Like, because it's hard. Because I don't want. I don't think you need to show up purely your self in terms of every single side of your mm. your yourself for every single person. If that makes sense, mm. that does make sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I, I never even asked myself this question, but I, I believe that I, I am. Um, and I, well, at least I am my most authentic self at the moment compared to any other time in my life. What is something that you used to be ashamed of or what is something that you used to be ashamed of that now you own as your authentic self? Oh, this is a great question. Um, definitely like I'm much more, so actually this is, um, yeah, this is actually a very big thing that I've had to work through personally and Mm. that is like I and I look back when I was five I was such a tomboy like I wanted to be called Tom that's how much of a tomboy I was and um I do find myself sometimes in this space where I'm like I don't feel like I don't feel like a beautiful woman you know what I mean like Mm. I'm not a feminine woman and I find that I've had to really work on that myself um, personally mm. and through therapy because I think that as a woman in our society, you're kind of expected to be that, you know, to be the person who wears the yeah. makeup and does the hair and wears the heels and has the boobs and has the ass and the hips and everything, you know, doesn't, mm. isn't like rude and doesn't kind of like go out of their, you know, like little fucking box mm. that people put them in. And mm. I find that that is something I've still challenging I'm much much better at it but I still find myself getting you know a a really great example of this is like when I got invited to that wedding many moons ago and I had to wear a dress yes that is really triggering for me because it's like I'm Mm. not that but I have to be put into this box today to wear that dress but that's not who I am and so it was like this fight between who I am and what society wants me to be um yeah that's huge, hey, hmm. that that coming to terms with who you are and how you feel versus what society says you should be as a woman and how you should feel as a woman. Isn't that funny? Yeah, it's mm. funny. And I, I think as well, even within um, like dating, for example, mm. Um, mm. I have this complex where I don't I, – I, and I, I think I may have mentioned this before off potty. like I find like myself, and this is being completely honest, like far less attractive than other people because those people are like feminine. And I'm like, why would anyone mm. like me? I'm like 
and I know you've probably like I'm like a, I'm I feel like a like a much more tomboy like masculine person um as mm. opposed to the people who wear the dresses and the skirts and the bras mm. and this this is I find that very hard sometimes in the dating space because I feel like all guys um and this is a belief that is completely wrong but all guys like those feminine women you know those mm. those ones that are society expects from us and I do find yeah. it quite challenging of occasions and yeah like yeah you know. yeah thank you for sharing that that's such a that's such a powerful one that I feel like will resonate with so many women mm. because it is such a um oh such a ridiculous standard that I guess is imposed like as Mm -hmm. like an unwritten rule that as a woman you're this feminine um skirt wearing makeup wearing all these things and if that's not you then you can feel I'm sure like a sense of like not belonging um Mm. and I feel like you should be so proud of, of of who you are because you I feel just from an outsider looking in very much embrace your who you are and your authentic self and it comes across in such a genuine authentic way and the fact that you have challenged those those standards in that way and you do genuinely you do just it very much seems that you are just yourself and you embrace what you like and and how you want to dress and you know how you present yourself to the world um I feel like you do very much embrace that, but I do see moments of you where, you know, before you go on your date where, you know, it's like that uncomfortable thing of like you don't want to dress up too much because that's not you and you want to be, you know, like it's you want to be your authentic self but you want to also fit this bit of this mould and and all that stuff and that's a tricky internal battle. Yeah. Mm. Uh, And I – yeah – like long story short for anyone who's kind of you know put two and two together I went on a date the other day um and (laughs) really was there and I was like guys I just don't know what to wear because I want to wear like a t-shirt and shorts fantastic chill whatever that's me but then there's this other element where you told me you didn't want to wear shoes (laughs) (laughs) she's like do I have to wear shoes I'm like well yeah you kind of do you're going to a restaurant Oh God! <laughs> this is why I have you in my life. <laughs> well, I would always be- that wasn't yeah. But anyway, like, but you know, that's who I am, right? No shoes, t-shirt, shorts, yeah. like whatever. No bra, yeah. fucking get around it. And I think that yeah. when you go on these dates, you have to kind of put on. I don't want to say put on this face, but you have to kind of like um, impress in a way, or like look like your best self. And yeah. for me, my best self was best in t-shirt shorts no shoes like that's mm. my best self yeah and so yeah I feel find it very strange and really quite inauthentic for me to sometimes dress up and it's not to say mm. that I do it and I feel disgusting and I don't want to like obviously when I dress up and I wear something that's comfortable I feel good and I'm glad I did it but yep. it's this really big yep. complex that I have that I find very difficult yeah. to navigate and um yeah, yeah, it's been, it's very, it's always been the case. And I remember when mm. I was seven years old, I got invited to a wedding and my dad told me 
who was like, you need to wear a dress, Alice. Like it's a wedding. You need to wear it. <laughs> and I literally wore a dress and I wore track pants underneath the dress <laughs> because that was the compromise <laughs> that we made. <laughs> so that's it's always so Yeah. So funny. Oh, that's adorable. It's so funny. I was very, actually very similar. I, um, had everyone call me a boy's name. I was very tomboy. I really? I remember mum like saying, she, yeah, like she was so worried about sending me to school because I'd have to wear a skirt. Like <laughs> she was so worried about it. And it's so funny. I feel like, like the, I don't, I don't feel like that's me anymore, but yeah. I still yeah. do feel sometimes when I'm just like in like, yeah, shorts and a t-shirt and just yeah like no shoes I do feel probably like just my most authentic self as well and I think there's a lot to be said about that when you like strip all the you know the Mm -hmm. the dress up and whatever and when you strip that all away I guess that is who you really are and I'm very much inspired by how you just embrace that and Mm. you I don't know. It, it like you just you just are you, and I think you should be super super proud of that. And I think it's in- inspiring for for anyone to to be their most authentic self. And you definitely you. at least come across as such an authentic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I I do think that I am, and I think that for me the way that I the way that I approach it these days is like you know what like if I'm not myself then it's going to be everything's just going to be harder like everything in life is just going to be harder friends aren't going to be the friends that you actually want because you're not your authentic self your partner is not going to be the partner you want because you're not your authentic self like everything's just going to be harder and so I guess like you know it's for me like it's kind of like okay well like what's the better of two evils like challenging that and trying to be your authentic self and showing up in a society that doesn't necessarily approve of the way that you fucking dress or the way that you don't wear makeup or don't have your lips done or whatever or do you do you practice this way of living that is completely unaligned to you but is a, a, a basic reflection of what everyone else is doing and live a very inauthentic very miserable life having friends that don't align with you partners that don't align with you and doing things that probably mm. won't align with you either. yeah yeah I think living a life um out of authenticity like living a living a life that isn't in alignment with who you are and isn't um yeah authentic to you is is one of the saddest things and I think I guess for anybody listening if there are parts of you that you do hide away or you feel that sort of shame about because you know, maybe that's not in the, you know, the societal standards that I guess we have um, as an unwritten rule. Um, I think just know that when you are living like your most authentic self in, with, in alignment with who you really are, I genuinely think that's when you're going to be the happiest and any barriers that there are to to that are you know, such as like societal standards, um, they're so much less important than you living your life as your authentic self because that is massive and good things happen when you do that 
and everything seems to just, I guess, fall so much more into place when you do live from that very authentic, aligned, just fully you space. And I think it's a really big testament in Alice's case, like that um, when you do live in alignment with who you are and those things that you think are a flaw are actually like the best things about you because Al, I fucking love that about you. And that's one of the reasons that I love you so much is because you are just you and you embrace this um, side of you that doesn't like makeup, doesn't, doesn't, you know, adhere to the typical feminine, whatever you are just you. And I genuinely think that's one of the things I love most about you. So for anyone listening, if you think that you're, your authenticness is going to be something that pushes people away. It's so fucking not like it's the best thing I ever. I was there. Probably see you later. Mm. Yeah. 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 And yep. that's so nice. Yep. Thank you. And you know what? Of course. It's you know, true. It's interesting is like, oh, it's interesting because um, you kind of touched on it briefly before about like, um, you know, feeling like you're, you know, you're feeling your best self when you're authentic to yourself and, I think the one thing that I would suggest to people if you feel like, okay, like how do I be authentic? Like what what does that mean? Like what how do I do that? And I say, you know, the best thing you can do is firstly ask yourself like um like and and you know, I don't like what do I genuinely enjoy? What do I do? What do I love? Like is makeup actually something that I force myself to wear because everyone else does, or is it actually something that feels good for me? So asking these questions and then day by day, like fully challenging it you know so for example you might actually hate the fact that you know you have to wear like these certain shoes or you don't have to be like everyone's wearing these certain shoes but you actually find them very uncomfortable mm. like they yeah. buy a different pair of shoes that you love and yeah. walk around in them and it's going to yeah. feel really uncomfortable because you maybe for the past 12 15 17 18 years of your life you've literally done what everyone else does but what you'll start yeah. to realize is that when you start living a little bit more authentically to you, whatever that looks like and however big, it actually feels mm. fucking great and empowering and so mm. natural that doing the opposite, not living authentically or making decisions that aren't aligned, like that's actually going to feel worse. So it's just yeah. practicing and building on that. And then over time, like doing what is you for you, authentically to you, will be the natural response, not doing what other people do, maybe mm. as it is now. So. It takes fucking practice oh, and it yeah. takes intent. And the other thing yeah. I would say is like really ask yourself, like the environment you're in is very much influence, like very much influences you, right? And so if you feel like you're totally. you know, surrounded by people who maybe aren't their authentic selves or are doing things based off mm. social media or based off like, um, I don't know, like um, societal like ladders and shit like that, then you probably will find it very mm. difficult you know, really strip things back. So find people who actually want to do the work with you and alongside of you and who actually also show up authentically to themselves because that was going to be so much easier um, as opposed to not aligning like with others, other people. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I love that. And just asking yourself, do I even want this? Do I even like mm-hmm. this? Does this even feel good for me? And going off mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I love that. And just knowing when you are your most authentic self, you are literally glowing. So yeah, it shines yeah. from the inside out. I think a hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, I loved this chat. I loved where it went. 
I know. It went like fucking deep. I know. I love that. I love getting to that like juicy bit of it. That was so good. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. I feel like, oh, of course. Yeah, Thank that's going to be so helpful for so many people. Yeah. Thank you. Um, amazing. <laughs> Don't forget to like, subscribe, and stuff. Um, if you yes. can review it, that would be amazing. Reviews actually really, really that would help. Be um, and yes. of course, if you've got anything that you want us to cover too, like just Instagram us yeah. um, at the Best Bits Podcast, and we'll get back to you. Yes. Yes, we will. We will. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.